0: Our conversations, Bruins forward, Brad Marchand, brought to you by Brennan Smoke Shops and Pure Hockey, the site of Brad's great commercial. Brad joining us on the AT&T Hotline. Get it faster with 4G, AT&T Rethink Possible. Uh, We know nicknames are a big thing with you, Brad. Let's start with this. Tang Clan, are you a big Wu-Tang fan? Is that what we're getting to here with the name you want to nickname your line going forward?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just, you know, I think it's a fun little thing. and, And uh Nice little T-shirt bang going out after that, too. So, um, yeah, why not throw that out there?
2: Yeah, you're big with the nicknames, right? We're still trying to figure out the best nickname for you. And our moles tell us you had a tough night the other night, sitting around, a lot of popcorn, a lot of Gatorade, watching that game. Couldn't have been easy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm addicted to popcorn, and uh, I don't mind my Gatorade. So it was was good to see the boys win. they uh, had a really good third there and uh, pulled it off. Tough Uh to watch, though.
0: Yeah, tough to watch. Let's go back to the the last game you played in that game on Saturday, and I give you credit. The first time we talked this year, it was way back in October, whatever it was, you said circle the calendar, boys. That is the game of the year. One of the rare cases, Brad, where it lived up to the hype. That was some sort of regular season hockey game on Saturday.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of people that uh, were um, either way on it. It was going to be a tough game. or um, You know, there was nothing that was going to happen, but there's was just too much happened last year for – for it to be a quiet game, and uh, you know, it started pretty early, and, and uh, you know, obviously there was some, some rough, tough-back game, and it was pretty entertaining for everyone.
2: You know, you guys won the Cup last year, yet it looked like that game had a lot more to do than just two points. There were still some scores to settle. Uh, it looked like the two points were just an afterthought.
1: Uh, yes, we were the ones who won the Cup last year. <laughs> um, they were still, I think, pretty upset about it, and um, you know, there was uh, there's some chippy guys on both teams, and and uh, when there's the kind of emotion that was there from last year, and, and you know, the kind of guys we have on our team, uh, it's usually not uh, doesn't end up too well.
0: Right, now, in terms of a guy like Kevin Bieksa, when he when he says you guys don't play smart, is that just a guy maybe a little bit upset, Brad, about what happened last year?
1: Yeah, I think so. There's uh, you know a lot of emotion um from both both teams towards each other a lot of hatred there and and uh sometimes when there's that you know that hatred it's uh, you say a lot of things and and uh, do a lot of things so i think there's a, definitely a lot to do with it
2: all right nelson i'm going to piss you off here um we talked about this hit now the last couple of days a lot of talk about it and I thought it was a dirty hit, and I want you to tell you, I want you to tell me why I'm wrong. Because when I looked at it, a lot of gray area in the hip check clipping. I just don't think you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. The 16 seconds prior, shoulder to shoulder hit. You know, you hit him in the back of the head. He grabbed your stick. You hit him again. I thought you both going for the puck. That at the last minute, you just said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to dump this guy.
1: You done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, you're right, but. Uh, in in a case like that he's still six foot four he's you know two hundred and twenty pounds um, you know he has got fifty pounds on me he's a big boy coming in I still have to protect myself uh um, obviously you know if you get if you get punched uh, you can uh, you might want to retaliate so I was you know I was um, just trying to protect myself you know it's, in a situation like that, there's been guys who are a lot smaller than him who've come at me, and I've done the same thing, and, and uh, there's been no suspension. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I was just trying to protect myself, and, and that's how it is. And I was told I was uh, allowed to protect myself in that way, so that's how I was doing.
0: Yeah, if you could explain that to us, you talked about it a little bit yesterday that you actually talked to Brendan Shanahan. What was it, about a month ago? Brad, can you tell us how that went down? He was in town, and, and you talked to him about hits like this, correct?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, he told me it was okay to do a hit like that if I was protecting myself, and that's what I felt I was doing in that situation. Um, he felt otherwise, and, and that's why I was suspended. But, um, you know, it's an unfortunate play. It's, uh, it's by no means did I try to injure Sal on a play. I feel, you know, I feel really bad that I did. Um I was just trying to protect myself. And coming out of our conversation, uh, I did reference the hit on the dean um, when I spoke to him about it uh, a month ago, and he said that, you know, protect myself in that situation was allowed. But, um, you know, he in, the, in our hearing, he brought it up and said that the two hits were different, um, and he, he felt that was the aggressor in the situation. So that's why I'm being said
2: now, after that game, you actually said, you know, if this comes out in suspension and, and I was in the wrong, it's, it's, it's something that's in my repertoire that I would take it out. I mean, is that something that now you have to change the way you play, that hit in particular, and find another way to protect yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Um, you know, even if, um, you know, in a different instance where a guy's running, I mean, I and he feels I am protecting myself, I don't want to put myself in that position again where uh, I'm being looked at um, I already have a bad enough record as it is, as it is and I don't need any more um, bad marks against me. So, you know, next time I'll just have to uh, find a different way to protect myself instead of doing uh, a low hit. We're
0: talking to Brad Marshawn. You say you've got you know re- uh, re- marks on your record, a uh, bad reputation. Do you feel like, do you worry at all about the the reputation of you being a dirty player? I don't think anyone around here thinks you're a dirty player. We talked to Eddie Olchuk. He doesn't think you're a dirty player. Um uh, do you worry about that reputation becoming fact and commonplace around the league? The people around the league look at you, Brad, and say, that guy's a dirty player?
1: Uh, the only time I'm going to worry about that is if um, you know, in, in this play, right here, it, it adds on to its attention. Other than that, I don't care what anyone else thinks of me. Uh, you know, My teammates know I'm not out trying to hurt guys. My uh, management and coach staff know the same thing, so I could care less how anyone else around the league or any kind of fan thinks about that. You know, that's their opinion. I don't. It doesn't affect me in any way. Um, the only time I would worry about that is, is during a disciplinary hearing, or um, you know, with with the league. Um, you know, with the guys who make those decisions. And I don't feel I'm that kind of player. I play hard, and um, you know, and I battle hard, and, and that's all there is to it.
2: Yeah, and you know I played with a lot of guys on you know, baseball, guys that I liked, guys that I respected. You know, you got pitchers. You know, if they hit somebody or hit somebody in the head, you figure oh, he's not a headhunter. You know, you do it a second time, say he's still not a headhunter. I like the guy. That third time, you're like, okay, listen, well, what is going on? Regardless of how you feel, and that that's the one thing that I would worry about. In that some of these questionable hits, the slew foot, and this one here that was viewed a certain type of play, I, I guess it just comes down, like you said, if you, I guess you, it's up to your teammates. I mean, I'm sure that if they felt you crossed the line, they would grab you and say, hey, you're going to put us in a position to where we might take that type of hit.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I think the only thing that um, maybe they might be worried about is that um, costing our team uh, a game or two, mm-hmm. and that's what happened last game. I picked that penalty, and, and it cost us a game, um, you know, which obviously it would have been one that we would have liked to win, but uh, at the end of the day, um you know, we're still sitting in a, in a good position here, and, uh, but the only thing is that you don't want to be the, the one to cost your team games. Um, you know they all know I'm not out there trying to um, take you know take guys out or hurt guys or be a dirty player. They know I just I battle hard. I'm a hard you know a hard nosed guy, and, and you know that's part of my game. Uh, they accept that, and, and uh, you know we all go to fight for each other. So that's how it is with our team, and and. Um, you know, they have my back right now. They, uh, they're
0: they on my side. It's interesting. I think the the Canucks, Brad, out of this thing, they they don't look very good coming out of the game. And I thought some of the comments from their coach. I, I don't remember a coach coming out and having some of the comments. You heard the Elaine Vigneault comments, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, In terms of what he said, what was your reaction to that? Do you think a coach should say some of the things that, that he said? What did you think when you heard that?
1: Uh, you don't uh, see um, – stuff like that very often. Uh, it's, it's a clear threat, um, you know, and last time something like that happened in Vancouver, we all saw it happen, uh, and, and it's turned out very bad, so you know, hopefully the league will uh, take care of that situation.
2: Yeah, see, the, the game was outstanding. It was the most entertaining game of the year, and like I said, I could care less about the two points. I thought it was just fun to watch, and... The stuff afterwards, I thought was even more entertaining. We talked about the Vigneault comments to you, but the way Claude Julien came out firing, and the way Peter Chiarelli came out firing—that's a Claude Julien that we don't really see too often.
1: Yeah, well, they—you uh, know—they uh, obviously went to pass for me, and, and um, they, they stuck out for me there. And, and there was a lot of things said about our team uh, that you know didn't need to be said. Uh, you didn't hear uh, any of our, anyone on our team firing comments like that at their team, and. So I think they might've just had enough and and felt like, uh, something needed to be said.
0: You said during the finals last year, we hate them. They hate us. Uh, and and I feel like that that's continued here. Is it because of the arrogance, Brad? Is it because they're just, they seem like a very cocky arrogant hockey team from, from your viewpoint on the ice. Is that a a fair characterization of them?
1: Yeah, they're a, they're a very good team. Um, you know, they have an ego about them and, and we're the same way. We, uh, you know, we we play hard, and and you know, obviously, we have we have a pretty big ego. We, um, you know, guys don't like to out down on our team, and, and don't like when teams try to push us around. And that's pretty clear. Guys, uh, you know, guys don't stand up stand for a lot against us. So, um, both teams have big egos, and, and you know, when that those types of teams uh, mix and, and have a battle like we did, it's uh, going to spark some flames, and and uh, you know, it, it really created a pretty big battle, rivalry.
2: You know, what What Vancouver did with Sean Thornton jumping on the pile, five guys jumping on this guy, I don't know if they'd think that's tough. I give Dale Wee some credit for fighting Nathan Horton after, right after that, but what he did to Sean Thornton, that is just so characteristic of this team. you ever seen anything like that? And, and luckily the ref was right there and caught caught everything, and they both went off the ice.
1: Oh, it actually... Um, I'm going to clear it up for everyone who's listening, but... <laughs> it was actually a really stinky play by Thority. Um, White was trying to fight McQuaid, who was standing behind Thornton on the point, and McQuaid was going to fight him. And uh, so Weiss was yelling and saying, yeah, let's go, let's go. And Thority just figured that at that point, he'd drop his gloves and surprised Weiss. And, and the refs just kind of heard Weiss uh, yelling, let's go, and thought he was talking to Thority and, and caught him into a penalty. Um, so Thornton kind of surprised him, and Thorny dropped his gloves. We said, no idea that Thornton was going to do that. He was actually on McQuaid to fight. And, you know, he actually uh,
2: saw Thornton, like, wave his hand, like, no, no, you stay there. I was wondering what that was.
1: Yeah, so he was uh, he was talking to Quater, uh, and Thornton just kind of jumped in there. And uh, so the ref thought that Weiss uh, was trying to con Thornton into a penalty, and that's why he gave them both a the penalty.
2: So Weiss wanted no part of Thornton, but he was going after McQuaid.
1: Yeah, uh, I know him and Quader know each other a bit from uh, the minors and I think Junior as well. So um, I know they were going to, uh, they might have went at it there and then Tory decided that, uh, um, you know, since he went after Horty there, that uh, he was going to step in.
0: Uh, you know, I know you mentioned earlier this year with us, you talked to Claude Julian about good, rap bad. Rap. I just wonder, Cam Neely's a legend around these parts and, and he's a big part of the organization. Brad, did you sit down and talk to Cam after all this went? Did Cam have any words for you as you fight out the suspension and get back with this team?
1: Uh, no, I haven't spoken with anyone after uh, um, after the suspension was um, kind of awarded there. and The only person I talked to was Peter, and that's because Peter had to call me and tell me that I was suspended. And, and, uh, um, we didn't really have a lot to say to each other and, and that was really the end of it i haven't spoken to anyone since then about it
0: so does a f- a five-day suspension five-game suspension be more xbox or are they still working your uh, ass off over there at the garden
1: oh they're killing me right now uh it's harder to not play than it is to play <laughs> um but uh you know the bag's and working out i have to do right now but i uh, know they're just trying to keep me in shape and and uh I don't know if I told you this enough, but uh, for Christmas I got a, an old piston that's got the regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega all in one. Come on. And uh, I've just been dominating that.
0: All right, is that like a computer setup? Do you have to still put the games in, or are they all preloaded in
1: there? No, you got to put the games in. So I went on eBay and bought like 100 games. <laughs> well, I
2: figure you, you, you might need those games because, you know, with the five-game suspension, it's a pretty hefty hit in the wallet. You might never have cable ever again.
1: Yeah, well, I uh, actually um, – I – Declined on a package me yesterday, so uh, my credit cards are all shut off now. So I, I had to call my parents and tell them to ship me some money.
0: <laughs> what's the uh, uh, that? that uh, okay? Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, what's the big game right now? What's the game you guys are all playing out of those three systems?
1: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm going with the Ninja Turtle Arcade game, it's a pretty bad yeah. NHL,
2: uh, NHL 96, nothing.
1: No, I don't care. I got Blade of Steel. I bought Blade of Steel. There's nothing, no better game than that, um, in any, in any year. So. What
0: about about ice hockey with the fat guys and the skinny guys? You got to put your team together.
1: Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. That must be like from the '70s or something. Oh dear.
0: (laughs) That's from Nintendo days, Brad Marshall. Well, good. You got something to keep you busy. You got your popcorn addiction. You got your Gatorade and. uh, a couple more games off, you get back at it. We appreciate you answering all the questions here today, Brad. We always love talking to you every week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Yeah, see if we have some
0: There he is. There's uh, Brad Marchand joining us here on Mutt & Louie. He joins us every week. His conversation is brought to you by Brennan Smoke Shops, the very best tobacco and tobacco accessories at the very best prices in Massachusetts. Must be 18 years of age or older to buy. And by Pure Hockey. Don't forget the pure hockey low price guarantee all year long. See details at purehockey.com or text the word hockey to eight three nine three six. Interesting
2: little tidbit right there. You know, it was funny because when you saw the, the whole thing with, with Weiss and Thornton, you did see Sean Thornton like point back to a defenseman, like, no, 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 you stay there. You kind of wondered what that was, but my well, Sean sort of dropping some info. Thornton just said, I'll take care of this. We said, Whoa, whoa, timeout. No, I don't want you, Sean. I like you. I
0: wanted the other guy. Well, McQuaid's get, a tough son of a bitch. I too. wouldn't fight McQuaid. They throw the Stanley Cup Finals the other night. The replay and and, and the, the game four where uh, Marshawn did the Wolverine play, and he cut down, back, mm. dumped a guy, and there's McQuaid with that, that beautiful mullet of his. He's ready to <laughs> fight. Cue the beautiful mullets out. Why Why would you want to fight? Okay, given the choice, I want to fight neither. But would you choose McQuaid over? Well, if he's got a relationship with McQuaid. I I don't know what Was that relationship go easier is. On Maybe him?
2: he knows the guy and they got respect for one another. Maybe you think Sean
0: Thornton will rip his face off. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, texter says, where do you get that game system? I want one. I agree. Where do you get a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, and a Sega put together? Why didn't Santa bring me that for Christmas? Mm. Can we return all those sweaters and get one of those? Uh, good stuff with Brad, and uh, he's good sport. He answers all the questions. We'll look forward to talking to him throughout the years. So we've talked to him every single week here on the program. 617-779-0850, toll-free, 888-525-0850. Your phone calls, big show at 2, Sports Radio.